you really need to have an audience of some size of people who you can talk to about your business. And what we're going to cover on this podcast is the ways that you can grow that audience so that you can bring more people into your world and get them interested in what you're doing. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Audience Growth Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. You may have listened to my previous podcast, but if we haven't met yet, then on today's show, I'll be introducing myself. I'll also be sharing some details of what you can expect to hear on this, the Audience Growth Podcast. Don't worry, it won't be all about me. I'll also be giving you three handy tips so that you can start your audience growth journey right away. When we take care and pay attention to our marketing, we're laying firm foundations for our business growth. And on this podcast, I'll be taking you through some of the things I do to market my business, some of the things I recommend you try, and I'll also be interviewing special guests about what's worked for them on their audience and business growth journey. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast, episode number one. I am delighted to welcome you here. Thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is going to be a short one just to introduce to you the concept of this podcast, dive into what audience growth is all about, and then I'm going to give you three things to do before you start creating content that you hope will grow your audience. So first of all, this podcast has been created to share the tips and knowledge and experience that I've accrued over a career spent working in marketing and in entrepreneurship. If you want to know more about me, you can listen to the intro episode as well, episode zero. My name is Nikki Hutchison, and I am really passionate about helping women like you to grow businesses using organic marketing. Organic marketing is something that I've used to grow two businesses over the past 10 years. The first, a kids hip hop dance company, and the second, this business now. I have nothing against paying for ads. In fact, I now pay for ads in my business because we have hit a certain level. But when you are starting and growing a business, I would say even up to six figures, there really isn't any need to be paying for ads because there is so much that you can achieve through organic marketing first. And as I was thinking about this concept, I thought the key to success with organic marketing is having a reasonable sized audience. You don't need a huge audience, but you need a reasonable sized audience of people who are interested in what you're doing. And you need different ways that you can connect with them different methods, different channels, different messages for the different things that you sell. And what I'm going to cover on the Audience Growth Podcast is these very things that you can use to grow your business without spending money on ads. So there are going to be episodes with me, solo episodes like this one, and you will hear from people working for very well-known brands and also people who have grown a sizable audience so that you can really learn from their experience and how they've done it and hopefully fast track some of that success for yourself. So first of all, why grow an audience? This might feel obvious, 
But the bigger your audience, the more people you have around you who you can potentially sell to. Because ultimately, we all need to be growing sustainable businesses. I mean sustainable as in they can sustain us over the long term. Increasingly, the other kind of sustainable these days as well, hopefully. But you really need to have an audience of some size of people who you can talk to about your business. And what we're going to cover on this podcast is the ways that you can grow that audience so that you can bring more people into your world and get them interested in what you're doing. So I'm going to talk to you today about how to get started on your audience growth journey. And I'm going to tell you what we're not going to cover on the podcast. And then I'm going to leave you with those three to-dos. So first of all, I just want to reiterate that growing an audience is not the end goal. And if you're thinking, this is the Audience Growth Podcast, Nikki, what do you mean that's not the end goal? Let me clarify. We are in the business of growing an engaged audience. So people who are interested because there is absolutely no point in growing an audience or buying followers of people who are just genuinely not going to take any interest in your business. So that leads me into what we're not going to cover on this podcast. We are not going to cover spammy tactics like how to get 10,000 followers in a week. We are definitely not going to talk about follow unfollow tactics. We are not going to talk about follow trains. You know, those things that you might often see on Instagram or in Facebook groups. You follow me and I'll follow you back. And we are not going to cover unsolicited spamming. This is particularly prevalent on Instagram and LinkedIn at the moment, where somebody will send through a connection request on LinkedIn and then boom, they're straight in your inbox trying to sell you something immediately. In fact, it happened to me last week where I posted up something on my profile looking for an expert in a certain area of marketing. And I was inundated with people straight away into my DMs. I had to go back onto the post, update it to say, edit, no DMs, please. I'm looking for genuine recommendations of people that you have worked with. And still it kept on going. People spamming my inbox straight into my emails. They must have gone on and found my email address as well. There's no way that I'm ever going to work with somebody like that. And the same thing goes for your audience. We're looking for genuine connections and engagement. So those are the things that we're not going to cover. So how can you grow an audience? For me, this all comes down to the quality of your content. So we're not discussing paying for ads. It might be that I bring on ads experts in the future. As I say, I am not against ads, but there's an awful lot that you need to get right before you start thinking about spending money on ads. So I'm talking about creating content. I'm talking about developing a really deep understanding of your ideal customer, also known as your customer avatar, and what makes them tick. What do they want to hear about from you? What is the kind of tone of voice that's going to be the most engaging for them? But how can you achieve that and also stay true to your own brand tone of voice? These are all the things that we're going to be exploring in this podcast. And when I talk about creating great content, I'm not just talking about social media. I think it's really easy to make that assumption, particularly nowadays when it's so prevalent and we're all spending so much time there. But I'm talking about creating really valuable content that will perhaps last a bit longer. So a blog or a video blog, a vlog or a podcast like this one, or even a regular newsletter. Now that strictly falls under the category of email marketing. But to me, if we're thinking about engaging content, ways to communicate with your audience and to encourage a response, then email marketing definitely falls under that category. 
And I'm definitely going to be talking to you about how you can grow your email list on this podcast as well. Okay, so we're nearly finished the first episode. But before we go, I want to talk to you about three things that you need to think about before you start creating this content that you hope will grow your audience. And the first one is to go detective mode. And what I mean by that is this is all about paying attention to your insights and your analytics. So let's say you're sitting down with a blank piece of paper. You're thinking, right, I'm going to create all of my content for the week. Where should I begin? Scratch head, not sure. Okay, I'll make a cup of tea. Maybe I'll have a biscuit and then come back. Still not sure. The way to get clarity on where you should start is by digging into your insights and your analytics. So if you have analytics embedded in your website, great. That is a gold mine. Figure out how to use it. It's not difficult. It might feel intimidating. It just comes with practice. So put aside some time to dig into that analytics tool on your website and you will uncover golden nuggets like where people are coming from, which social media platform is driving people. Have you ever written a guest blog for somebody or have you had a piece of press coverage? Maybe that is the outlet that's driving the biggest volume of traffic to your website. There's so much that you can uncover. That's just scratching the surface there. But you can also find out really valuable information from your social media channels as well, simply by going into your insights and looking back, for example, on Instagram at which have been your most saved posts. Unfortunately, we can't see which have been the most shared posts anymore, but this is about looking beyond the likes. It's about identifying which content that you have created and put out into the world has been interesting and engaging enough for your audience to actually save it to refer back to later. And we'll cover ways that you can encourage that in future episodes of the podcast as well. That's just one example of something that you might find out from your insights. Of course, you can also find out the best time of day to be posting, which hashtags are working. If you use certain apps, you can find out that information. You can find out what your audience are into, where they live, what age they are, their gender, and so on. So number one is to go detective mode and find out all of that crucial information before you start trying to create more content. Because once you know what's worked in the past, then you have got some clues for what is going to work well in the future. And then number two is to align your social media channels. So I work with clients on campaigns as well. I don't just teach people how to do their marketing. And one of the first things that I do is an audit of their online presence. And often what I find out, because we're all so close to our own business that we don't pay attention to these things particularly regularly, is that their social media channels are out of alignment. So they might be saying one thing on one platform and one thing on something else. Their LinkedIn bio might look completely different to their Instagram bio, for example. They might not have Instagram highlight covers set up. It might not be obvious from their Facebook profile what their business is. And there's a good reason to have all of these things aligned. It's so that when somebody discovers you for the first time, they're going to remember you because you're going to look the same. Your business is going to look the same on every single platform, every single touch point. You're going to sound the same. You're going to look the same. And they're going to be linked. So what I mean by that is if somebody discovers your personal profile, let's say you've left a comment in a Facebook group and they think, oh, that's interesting. Who is this person? They click on your personal Facebook profile and immediately they can see there's a link in your bio to your website, for example, or your Facebook group, if you have one of those, or your freebie, if you're growing your email list. So aligning your social media channels is a really important step before you start trying to grow your audience so that they know when they find you that they've come to the right place. And the third tip for this episode 
is to get into the habit of repurposing more content. So I've done exactly this as I was preparing to record these episodes. I've looked through my blog. I've looked through my Instagram insights to see which of my posts were the most saved. And I will be creating podcast episodes based on some of that content. There are so many different ways that you can do this. And the main reason to do this is to save yourself time, but also to make sure that you're giving that most valuable content that you've created as many chances as possible to be viewed by your ideal customer. So some of the examples of things that you could do include turning an old blog post into a newsletter topic or a social media post or a podcast topic. If you are often asked to create webinars or workshops, you could turn them into video tutorials. I've seen people doing this this week. I've had a guest on my group program, Fully Booked Bootcamp, who delivered a workshop for us in the program. And then she is repurposing it in some other communities afterwards. Really smart way to make best use of your time. You could also turn your workshop into a blog post or a list or an ebook or again, a podcast topic. And on the subject of podcasts, you could also repurpose your podcast episode if you're creating your own as a blog post. You could have it transcribed and use it. So you can see hopefully that all of these different types of content can start to mesh together and build up this really solid online presence for your business. So I'm going to leave it there for today. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you again for joining me and feel free to binge some of the other episodes that are coming up. And make sure that you subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so that you never miss an episode. And one last thing, if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave a review. That makes a huge difference to a small business like mine. Thank you and I'll see you soon. Thanks so much for joining me today for the very first episode of the Audience Growth Podcast. I'll be back next time with a deep dive into email marketing, a vital piece of the audience growth puzzle today. See you then.